This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. We try to behave ourselves on the story. Well, y'all know what we thinking right now. <laughs> I'm ready for the night. I got a little uh, extra energy. I don't know what might come out of my mouth tonight. I think it is. Tell them to go sit their bad asses down so we're grown folks and can talk. <laughs> T-G-I-M. What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Claudia Jordan. We are back with a brand new episode of T-G-I-F. We are here to spill the tea and break down some of the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. So sit back, relax, get ready for this hot tea. Y'all been cussing us out in the comments on, on the, the Fox Soul page, on our individual page, on our DMs. I was down at Essence Fest in, in Panama and in Vegas getting cussed out. Where's the show? Why didn't nobody tell us anything? So without further ado, we're back. Let me introduce my co-host. Please welcome Al Reynolds. What's up, Al? What's going on, Claudia? Man, I'm telling you, because people were mad that we were not on, on, on the show last week. Uh-oh, they- uh-oh. <laughs> Maybe we should have let them know, right? I know. I put a post up like halfway through our vacation, but it was already too late. The cuss out had already begun. begun. <laughs> gotcha. And please welcome multimedia personality, Funky Dineve. What's up, Q? What's going on? You know what, Claudia, to piggyback off of what you were saying, moving forward, we do need to gain the efficiency and post that we are on hiatus. But I want to say one thing. I'm all right with the person that carries the lie, but I'm not okay with the person who starts the lie. I got all type of DMs talking about Chelsea Handler got our show shut down. <laughs> they were mad about Chelsea Handler. Oh, they must be in trouble. They don't got kicked off the air. <laughs> At one point, I think I just snapped on somebody and was like, damn, it's the 4th of July. Can we get two days off, please? <laughs> hey. They, yeah, I saw all kinds of conspiracy theories. Like they were really bothered. I was down, like I said, down in essence. And people were like, what you doing here? Where's the show? Where's Funky and Q? Where's the Queens? What's going on? Like people was really having an issue. So it made me, it was like funny, like we we can't take a vacation, but also made me feel like, damn, we got mad love all over the That's world. True. And we're gonna start, I think we should start just posting a little flyer. But y'all gotta stop with the lies. Like I'm just really fascinated by the person who sits home with no piece of tangible, verifiable information and just pulls a lie out of their ass and then just spreads it. <laughs> like the Chelsea Handler got us taken off the air. That just took me out of here. I didn't hear that one. <laughs> Whoever came up with that one, please DM me or drop down in the Fox Soul page and please just tell me how you came up with that one. <laughs> Did Chelsea Handler get us taken off the air? Is she on there? Because she got a crematorium coochie. <laughs> Go on to the next thing, Claudia. Go on to the next story, Claudia. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm drained. I've been all around the world well, uh, just on all kinds of airplanes. I'm drinking tea tonight. So what y'all drinking on tonight? I know, Q, you ain't uh, with- Bottle of oh. water over here. I'm over here hydrated. I'm, 
and y'all do not laugh and start your mess. I'm back on my cleanse, okay? I'm detoxed. <laughs> oh, oh, or an antibiotic. <laughs> I want to cleanse. Um, well, I'm having vodka and ginger ale, so. You ain't on a cleanse. No cleanse over here. Are you all right, Q? You sick? I'm good. I'm well. All right. I'm tired. I feel like, you know, when you're so tired, you feel like a cold's about to come. I, I'm like there where I could almost shut it down. If I take the apple cider vinegar and the vitamin C and the emergency, like it could go either way. That's because you was at Essence with 9 million people and, and probably exuding all types of energy having to be on for three or four days straight. So then I went to Panama and spoke at a financial conference and I, I did that. And then Panama is an interesting place. I'll tell you about that another time. People are investing a lot of black and brown people down there, like making it happen. All right, y'all, the people, let's get into these hot topics so we don't get cursed the hell out because they was really mad. Let's get into these hot topics. We have a lot to talk about tonight. All right, we have an update on R. Kelly's alleged engagement to Jocelyn Savage. Um, Jocelyn's family claims that they were not aware of the engagement and reportedly had doubts that there's any truth to it. Jocelyn's parents' attorney said he finds it odd that Jocelyn did not testify about the engagement under oath but slipped it into a letter for the judge before R. Kelly's sentencing. Now, according to TMZ, Jocelyn wrote the letter to ask the judge to be lenient when it came to Kelly's sentencing. Alice, start with you. What do you think about this update? First of all, that family is tripping me out. Her parents are, are really tripping me out. Number one, they didn't even know that she had left school when she went to be with R. Kelly. That's number one. We also found out through through court documents and interviews that her father actually encouraged her to develop a relationship with R. Kelly. So to think that they didn't know anything about this engagement, I think that's probably right. It's, it's, it's consistent with how she's kept her uh, family out of the loop and out of her life as, as it concerns to her chasing her career and her love for her man. But I don't know about you, Claudia and Q, but what is that syndrome when the relationship of a victim of Stockholm. a Stockholm syndrome? Stockholm's. I really do believe that she has the Stockholm syndrome because she really is trying to pretend like this man has not been uh, convicted of all these sex crimes with all these different women and that it's just her and the other young lady. And that's very confusing to me because she has witnessed it with her own eyes. The other thing that confuses me about this story is she is allegedly one of the victims in the trial. Why would the courts allow a predator to marry one of their victims? Is that even legal? I mean, I guess. I don't my know. My degree is in economics. You know, <laughs> it's weird. I was about to say fame is one hell of a drug, but she's gained infamy. I want to know what type of boo boo she was eating that got her engaged to somebody who getting out of prison at eighty five, like, right. like, like real real talk. At some point, you just have to sit down and have a conversation with yourself that goes, self, what's the next thirty years of my life gonna look like, and am I really finna tie my tussy cat up? You know what I'm saying for somebody that I gotta go visit at Rikers Island or whatever the case may be, because ma'am, you have no relationship. Right. 
you know, I think this goes to show you the severity of this case in, in sexual abuse cases, like what a number does when you have a grown man and an underage child being manipulated until into her adulthood. It, it you don't you snap out of it when you, be, you know, you turn 18 or 21. This girl is damaged. Obviously, she's not seeing the world for what it is. She's not seeing her man for what it, her man for what it is. And she continues to be a victim of abuse, which is not her fault, but she's deep in. And that Stockholm syndrome thing is real, where you really sympathize and empathize with your capture and you make excuses for him. And I think it's a sick thing about her that thinks I won out of all the other girls. I won. I'm the last woman standing. And I, mm. it's, I, I think it's I think there's a little bit of that going on. You know, they like fought for his love to be the, the top one. And yeah, it's the details of that trial. So disgusting. Like, we're, we, but weird. we're not we're not them. Like, we're not severely abused like them. Right. So we don't see it. But for her. It seems like it doesn't really bother her that much, right? All right, moving on. Tony Rock is receiving backlash for his recent comments about his brother Chris Rock's new relationship with actress Lake Bell. Take a look at this clip provided by TMZ. He, they never put him in a handsome box before, but to give <laughs> who he's dating, he must be in the handsome box now. So yeah. I'm very happy for him. And, you know, it's a white girl, so he's extra handsome, I guess, because she's into him, too, and they usually don't like us. So well, well, I'm very happy for him. Okay, Tony Rock, spicy. Uh, Key, what you think about this? He's calling uh, his girlfriend handsome. I mean, he's a comedian, and it was funny. You know what I'm saying? And there was a bit of truth uh, to what he said. I mean, it's not like Black men traditionally are on the most desirable list of white women unless we have fame and or money um so there was a bit of truth to what he was saying and, and i just find it kind of weird because i really don't know that many people care what chris rock is doing like we don't care what he's eating we don't care what he's dressing we don't care what he's wearing on the red carpet oh <laughs> she looked like she played in twilight and we probably fin- i'm probably finna get in trouble for this statement and i don't even care they be, they be going out and just get any old white woman. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess, honey. She looked like she said a trailer two doors down from her. <laughs> from his crack house, right? Oh, he looks like Luther Vandross right there a little bit. Ooh, Al, what do you think about this relationship? And do you think she's handsome? I don't know that he was saying that she was handsome. I think he was saying that that Chris Rock is considered handsome now. And I, I think that's how I read it. I'm not 100% sure. But to, honestly, I think Tony Rock is more handsome than Chris Rock. But I, I, I would never put handsome and Chris Rock in the same sentence, in my opinion. I just wouldn't do it. I'm, you know, he may be attractive in different ways. But on top of that, I would have never thought that these two would have gotten together. They look like an uh, almost an arranged situation um where someone's introducing him to someone or maybe he may have known it from the past but i feel like people in general are paying attention to chris rock i don't know if i agree with funky on it i think a lot of people are paying attention to chris rock um because of what happened to him on the stage and a lot of people have a lot of empathy and from some of the research i've seen that i've read 
what's that demisexuals demisexuals people that 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 practice the demisexuality actually when they have compassion and empathy and they have a close emotional connection with someone it trumps looks it, it trumps all things and and they are they do become uh physically and sexually attracted to the individual and i think in this case because he was humiliated in front of so many people that a lot of people have this empathy and this demisexual attraction to him possibly. well does it trump does it trump sexual orientation as well because she looked like a trans woman <laughs> you know i'm not gonna say that either one of them are ugly or pretty because everyone has a type and that they're just they're fine i guess you know whatever but it's a man no it's not i'm not it's saying a man. That. it's not a man a vampire maybe but not a man <laughs> she's a man <laughs> chris rock whoever you find love with i hope you're happy you know girl i hope what's her name again Lake Bell. Lake Bell. We don't even know. Bro. I'm more surprised that since Chris is so, like, in his commentary, he's so pro-Black and he had a Black wife. I'm more surprised that he's actually with a white woman and not a Black woman. More surprised in that over everything else. He's the antidote to Dave Chappelle. She's a man. Okay, we're moving on. Uh, Orlando Brown appeared on Breakfast Media uh, and made an interesting comment about Bow Wow. Oh, Lord. Take a look. <laughs> you got a problem with Lil Bow Wow? I ain't got a problem with Lil Bow Wow. Lil Bow Wow got some bomb. <laughs> <laughs> he got some what? Bomb, P-U-S-S-Y-P-L-B. <laughs> Down to the paint. I might be talking about Bow Wow's P-U-S-S. No. Listen, no. Listen. listen. Now, just no. last week, just last week, Joe Marie Peyton Noble was at the ABFF speaking about how Disney should give Orlando Brown another chance to reprise his role on the Proud Family. And even us on TGIF were saying he should be given another chance. And he was in the church and all this type of stuff. And we were rooting for you. He is back on that stuff. Okay. Now, according to Orlando Brown, mm-hmm. Nick Cannon has performed oral on him. Mm-hmm. He has had sex with lesbian Raven Simone. And now he don't have some about why tussy cat. Like, <laughs> allegedly, okay? Um, he back on this. Ooh, and that stuff is aging him bad. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the thing about it is though, since I got you on the line. Oh God! Oh, we just got back. Said, oh God! We just got since back. I got you on the line. I ain't gonna hold you. I mean, but Bow Wow is from Atlanta. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> listen. In certain certain geographic locations, are charged <laughs> with certain energies, according to Erica Badu. Okay. Um, it don't look like it's bad. <laughs> if I had to bet my money on it, I wouldn't say it's bad. Claudia, let me let me help this boy. Views expressed by Funky Dineva about Bow Wow's Tussie Cat and not those of Fox Soul. Al Reynolds. <clears throat> oh, it is strictly funky, doesn't it? Listen, you know, little Bow Wow don't bother anybody for the most part. 
And, you know, if I was a little Bow Wow, I wouldn't even respond to this nonsense. And shout out to, to, to Teresa, his mother, who raised a very, very, very uh, uh, smart young man and respectable young man. Because any other dude that this would have happened to, that him and his boys would have to come outside. You know what I'm saying? He would have rolled up on him. But I, this is what I'm going to say. Shame on funny Marco. And anyone else that interviews Orlando Brown at this time, whether you're a TV, podcast, or YouTube, you're clearly clickbaiting and you're clearly using him to have a viral moment because you it's quite obvious like, that he is mentally questionable and that his mental health is is at, you know, not the best right now. So anybody else that interviews him after this you guys are taking advantage of a mentally ill person i really do hope that he gets healthy because like we said here before it looked like he was going in the right direction and he deserved a right to get back to work but after this he definitely needs to take some time off and go back to rehab maybe so he, he could be on wendy williams new podcast <laughs> <laughs> they could do it together <laughs> so y'all saying if he wanted to fill in one night or join us on TJF, we shouldn't have him because I'm here for that. I would definitely invite Orlando Brown yeah, on this and, show. And then, and and then he, when we be off for two days, then then the, the rules right. the, the rumors will be real. We got right. chicken. <laughs> right. Speaking of rumors and uh someone had a song about rumors, it's about time for Lizzo's new album. Now we're streaming her album release party courtesy of iHeartRadio for the upcoming project special. Take a look. Join Fox Soul on our YouTube channel tomorrow at 7 p.m. Pacific and 10 p.m. Eastern for a sneak peek. What do y'all think about the visuals, the music? Are y'all Lizzo fan? Are y'all here for it? Yes. Yeah, I'm, here for it. I'm here for it. I'm amazing. here for it. No, no. The music sounds amazing. And I am finally glad that Lizzo has taken some constructive criticism and kept her clothes on. And I can't wait. Because we're I'm focusing here. on her music and not the exact, answer. Like, that's exactly. what we want. And she's looking. I like the song. Like, I was not distracted by the antics of her clothing or even paying attention to her weight. This is the Lizzo I have always wanted. And the song sounds amazing. Lizzo, we're here for it. We are looking forward to seeing you tomorrow right here on Fox. So, and uh, keep up the good work, sis. We're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be back after this. Welcome back to TGIF. Okay, I've been dying to hear y'all take on this story. I saw this while we were on vacation. I'm like, oh, I got to hear what the crew is thinking about this, 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 this photo shoot. Hip-hop artist Kaya showed up her new Ariana Grande-inspired hairstyle on social media. She posted a bunch of pictures. Are y'all here for Kaya's new look? There was a photo shoot that went along with this. Um, Al, let's start with you, then I'll end with Funky. Al, what do you okay. think? Okay. Um... <clears throat> What was the question? How do we like our hairstyle? Is that what, is that what you said? Sure. <laughs> Cut it out. Um, 
I don't, I don't know about the hairstyle. Now, I, I never want to talk about black women in their hair. I don't know about that hairstyle. It looked like a helmet to me. But honestly, I got to be honest with you. I was not looking at her hairstyle. I was looking at her new body. And shout out to Kaya for keeping her weight off and keeping it tight and right. Her legs look nice. Her her calves look good. Her butt look nice. Her back and arms look slim. I just and I, and the, I was here for the walk too. Now. So I, I, I would have to give her a thumbs up for all of that because everything below, you know, the hair looked very nice, looked, looked very nice to me. <laughs> what? I've just been introduced to Kaya recently in the last couple of years. I really didn't know her as an entertainer and a rapper, and I didn't definitely didn't see her as a sexual, you know, woman before. But now I mean, I think it's pretty hot. Would you date her? I don't think I would date her, but I would definitely hang out with her. But see, I don't, like I said, I don't really know Kai. I don't follow her. I don't follow her career or anything like that. There is none. Um, she was good at commentary when she was with T.S. Madison and I thought that was the peak of her career outside of the rap song, the one song. And I love that song. I think she has uh, a nasty uh, attitude. She's come for two thirds of this crew. For, and and I, mm. I'm, not, I'm not a fan. I saw the pictures and they zoomed in on her elbows. It was the ashiest elbow I've ever seen in my life. Like the ashiest elbow. I, I'm like, you have a photo shoot. It's not just you. You're out in a barn. Just get some eucerin, hit the elbows real quick, some oil sheen, knock it off. Like you don't go on a photo shoot with like a very thick layer of ash on your elbows. I don't even know what the hairstyle I was looking at because I was giving because I was looking at the elbow. The elbow was just out of control. And that's something that you can control when you're doing a photo shoot. I wish we could zoom in. Because I was just like, ugh. Now, I wouldn't say these negative things about her if she didn't have such a stank-ass attitude and always coming for people unprovoked when we're not even talking about her. But you can come for me now because I've said something about you now, so I don't really care now. But you constantly come for people that I've never, I've never met you. I never met you. I used to listen to your song in the 80s or whatever the year was, and I, was, I thought your little one song was good. Not even your little, I won't diminish. I thought your song was good. But then your attitude, like you're funny. But you use your powers for evil, always being mean. You're never just funny just to be funny. You're always being mean. So I'm going to be mean and say, hook them elbows up, sis. It's not a good look. I don't know about the hair. Q? Man, screw that ugly, yuck mouth ass heifer. She had a barn style hairdo walking in the barn. It's no secret. I got beef with the B-I-T-C-H. She don't like me and I don't like her either. She is a damn liar. Kaya, if you go on YouTube, Kaya has made multiple videos just sitting up outright making up lies about me. I don't like her. She's like Candace Owens. If her ass and that ponytail would have caught fire in that damn barn, I wouldn't give two hells. Well, Al would put the fire out, I think. Al, you would save us and you would be the one kind person here. <laughs> okay, then. I didn't Al, know. You hang out with us. Let us know how it does. Like she smelled like Hennessy and black and mild. I can't stand her. And failure. And failure. She smelled like failure. That, that, that's one person. Yeah. I'm going to just be real to you. If I ran into her in Publix, I'd just fight her in the poke shop aisle. <laughs> no. I just would. Now, now, we don't condone men fighting women. Okay. We're well, to- I'm a punk. We'll get to tussling right in that poke shop aisle. You know what? Whoever put this story in the in the script, they you did. know us. You know us. <laughs> All right, we're moving on. We're moving on. We're moving on. Did she get her phone cut back on? Hold on. Did y'all see my favorite video? She always want to talk about people when she did the did a thing. She had a a, a video where her uh, people could call in 
And when you call in, stop telling us to go to the next topic. I'm finna finish this story. <laughs> Her phone was disconnected. She talking about my. It was like the line you are calling is now suspended. She talking about oh my line suspended. My line suspended. Yeah, because you ain't made a dollar since '93. You broke, tramp. All right, now we can go to the next story. Thank you very much. A Chicago man, Tyson Tillman, has been charged with first-degree first murder for throwing a woman from the fifth floor of his apartment. Neighbors' doorbell cameras show the woman, Tabitha Tanner, pacing the hallway of the building shortly before her new body plummeted through Tillman's window to the alley below. Following Tillman's arrest, police body-worn camera footage captured Tillman having a cell phone conversation where he allegedly told someone, I threw that bee out the window. Now, Tillman told police that the victim visited his apartment and her clothing came off during a quarrel just before she plunged from the apartment window. Police are also awaiting a sexual assault because she was found. What? I think that's Joyce talking. Joyce, turn your mic off. <laughs> hey y'all, we back from vacation. We gotta get the bugs out. We gotta get it back in there. Y'all, just so y'all know that that's our producer asking the questions that we're all asking. She was asking, "What is this dude on?" <laughs> oh my god, it's gonna hard. It's hard to do a, a, a serious story right now. All right, Al, let's get it together. What do you yeah, think? You know, I'll get it together. So you know what? This is alarming, and something's not adding up here, guys. And let me share with you why. Tillman arrived home at 10.09, we learned in this report. The girlfriend arrived at 10.39, right? This is a girlfriend because he already has another girlfriend that he's expecting a child with. She arrives at his place at 10.39, right? She paced the hallway downstairs until 10.49, right? The video then shows a naked woman. The video from the apartment shows a naked woman falling out of the window at 10.59. Right. So between 1059 and 1111, 1059 and 1111 or something like no naked from between 1049 and 1059. She came up to the apartment, got naked and got tossed out the window. I think she got naked because she thought something was going on. I think they got into an argument and either she jumped out that window or he had to have tossed her out the window either way. I mean, it, it, something about this is not right, but it does appear to me that this speaks to the level of violence, you know, black women endure in domestic violence relationships. And it just shouldn't be this way. And we've got to do better. We've got to figure out to do better, how to do better for victims of domestic violence. Well, you don't mess up the whole damn story because you don't did so much mental math over there. I'm sitting over here trying to compute <laughs> time zones. I'm like, I'm in Arizona. She in Texas, carried a one divided by three. <laughs> she jumped out the window, timed the velocity of the force against the last, against the gravitational pull of the moon. Then the lady ended up outside in the damn alley. I, I mean, mean, everything happened in a 10 minute increment. I just, I, something about- Why you couldn't have just said that? <laughs> okay, because you literally took me through the whole periodic chart of elements. <laughs> Just to let us know what we already knew, which was either the lady was playing, I believe I could fly, or the man threw her out the window. One of, one, one of the, either she or- But why was she, how did she get naked? Why would she get naked? I don't, I don't understand how she got naked so quick before her death. That's what I'm not well, understanding. Did, did he, depending, well, it's that she got into a quarrel. I mean, maybe her clothes came off in the fight. 
That's yeah, what tried. all my clothes come out into after fight. Well, I mean, Shoes, she's socks, underwear, pants, blouse, bra. All of her clothes could have simply been a dress. With yeah. no undergarments, no bra, no underwear, no shoes. Ask Claudia. Women don't wear underwear all the time. Al don't wear underwear all the time. <laughs> That's why he be chafing and itching and can all the time. Um, no good could come from this segment, so we are going to take a <laughs> quick commercial break. At we, this point. We, we're not going to figure out how the lady got out the window? Yeah, come on. How did she get out the window? Oh, I don't know. Something happened between 11.52 and 12.58 <laughs> and, and it's somewhere in there. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Okay. Let, let, let's just take a poll before we go to commercial. Did she jump because the other girlfriend was bamming on the door and finna beat her ass? Right. Or did he push her out the window? I don't think anyone's going to jump out the window. I think a girl's going to sit there. I'm going to fight. I'm not jumping out a window with no clothes on. We're going to fight. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Claudia. Just two weeks ago, we saw on Instagram this young lady jumped out the window because the boyfriend's girlfriend came home and she was naked and she fell on top of a, a car. I'm sure a lot of soulmates saw this. She maybe, fell on top of a car window, and she was butt naked, but she landed on top of the car butt naked because she <laughs> jumped out the window because the other girl came home. What floor were they on, though? <laughs> I don't know, but the way she landed on the top of that car, it was more than eight floors. So like. listen, so I'm gonna. Listen, I don't know. I, if you go cheat, cheat with somebody who's still on the second floor, okay? So <laughs> the worst you could do is break your tibia. <laughs> okay. Well, they said they did say he admitted on a phone call that he threw the bee out the window. He threw her out the window. So he threw her out the window. He's not gonna oh, say. Okay. That. Well. Case closed. See, we have but to go. He, you know, he did, he did change his story, but we'll find out Wednesday, right? Next Wednesday, because he goes back to court. But he did change his story. Okay, I, so look, I got it. She came over there at 10.59, took the dress oh off by 10.39. It was smelling like tilapia, and he threw her out the window. Now, <laughs> we are going to take a quick commercial break, because we've fallen off the window right now. We'll be back in two minutes, not... Five minutes, not seven minutes. Two minutes, we'll be right back with more after this. Oh, my God, what a disaster. We're going to get to the bottom of that case when uh, we get more time. We are going to dev, take a deeper dive. We're going to get back to you with those facts. All right, deeper y'all. Deeper dive, Claudia. Oh, I didn't, I didn't mean to say <laughs> Delve. We're going to get more into it. We're going to. All right, y'all. Um, how y'all credit? Uh, let's see. I bought the car. Mine, mine, mine pretty good. I ain't, I ain't been messing up. You know, I, I'm, I, I'll be the first person to tell you I'm one of those people. I was walking around with bad credit for about a decade. Couldn't get a stick of bubblegum in my name. But when I finally got it right, I kept it right. So I, I'm good. I mean, you know, I'm I'm, I'm in this I'm above 700. I could go higher. You yeah. got something that can help me? I sure do, Al. I'm sure you know about this. We've talked about credit before uh, and how important it is and how it saves you a lot of money if you have good credit. So look, there's a whole thing called the three-week rule. And it may be the best financial advice ever. Now, what is that? It says you should wait three weeks to buy that new car, wait three weeks to refile your home mortgage, or wait three weeks to finance any major purchase. Now, why three weeks? Because that's how fast the average score master user takes to boost his or her credit, an average of 61 points. And listen, 61 points added to your score, that will get you into the next bracket. Right, Al? Yes. 
And that'll save you tons of money and everything you finance. All right, now technology was developed. This technology, ScoreMaster technology, was developed by a credit data scientist to boost your credit score higher and faster than you thought possible. ScoreMaster is really easy. It takes about a minute to get started, and you don't have to wait months for your best credit score. Now, how many points can you add to your credit score? Check it out. Be sure to visit scoremaster.com T for the special seven-day trial I got for you and check it out for yourself. That's scoremaster.com T. Again, scoremaster.com T. It's really, really important, and we need to protect our credit so we can have the best things in life and dress as fancy as Al Reynolds on TGIF every Wednesday and Friday. Right, Al? Turn your mic on. <laughs> Leave me out of this, please. I'm trying to include you in this. Yes, 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 we yes, yes. And no, honestly, I, honestly, I do want to try ScoreMaster because I do want to get my credit out of the 700s and into the 800s like yours, Claudia, so that I can buy cars and houses like you. But no, and and too, real talk, I mean, to be able to boost your credit 61 points, that literally is a lot. I mean, I'm telling y'all, there was no better feeling than when I walked into that BMW dealership. Mm -hmm. And the man literally, when I went to pick out the car, they didn't even run me. He said, you're above 700, right? I said, yeah. They were like, okay. And they just... It's it's a whole different level of respect you get when your credit is in that realm and 61 yeah. points is a huge amount you pay your bills on time for like six months and it goes up four points so yeah. okay. being able to give you 61 points it's amazing all right y'all thank you for sharing your your experiences uh we'll be right back we're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back with more tgif after this welcome back to tgif shout out to all the soulmates in the chat i believe are over uh, at over 3200 right now all right y'all uh let's get into this trey song story the woman who accused trey songs of raping her at a los angeles party dismissed her 20 million dollar lawsuit against him now according to court documents the alleged victim wants the case dismissed for now but would still like the opportunity to refile at a later date the woman filed the lawsuit in February and accused Trey Songs of sexual assault, intentional infliction of emotional distress, and false imprisonment. Al, let's start with you. What do you think about the update to the story that she'd like to be able to refile later on? Um, there are two things here that I found interesting. We know that from Digital Music News, uh, which is a digital platform, they have asserted two year, two days ago that the case has been moved or that the lawyers would like to move the case from Los Angeles courthouse to Van Nuys courthouse. So this could be a reason why she um, asked for the dismissal so that it could be moved from one courthouse to another. Now that's what I've been reading and it's very controversial. Now, the other thing, if that's not the case, this smells to me like a settlement out of court because you guys got to remember this one was a very, very horrific story, like to the, to the tune of that she ran out of the place without her underwear, got into her Uber. The Uber saw that she was really in a bad state and took her directly to a hospital. And at the hospital, not only did they perform a sexual assault exam, but they also realized that she had to have surgery for the intrusive cuts that she had anally. So I really don't think that someone would go through and Claudia, you know this better than anybody. You have, uh, you know, been with a young lady that's gone through a rape kit before, and that's just not a sexy thing to do. It's very humiliating. It can be very embarrassing. And I just don't think she made it up. And I don't think the other 10 women that have accused him are making it up. 
But if this is truly dismissed, this young man needs to go to church from now until he dies because he is really getting a second life to lead, to lead, uh, to, to just kind of navigate through these 10 accusations of women that he has sexually abused. The fact, and you're right, Al, the fact that she went and got a rape kit and they found evidence of uh, abrasions and cuts when my friend was raped, um, the doctor right away saw the evidence, which was in the form of lots of cuts and abrasions. And he said, yes, these can happen in aggressive sex, but they only happen to this degree in one in 5,000 cases. And it's it's a pretty rare thing. So um, anyone that goes those lengths, I tend to believe them. Um, and plus, in this case, they co- they collected. Remember, they collected DNA from her rape kit, as well as other legal evidence. The so, anal, mm, the anal rape is just where she had to have surgery now. So, she I had mean, to have surgery. It was so bad. Q, what do you think? Mom, mama was paid off. Mama, I mean, when you read the details of the story. The, the the one part where it said the Uber driver was so she was so distraught that the Uber driver, you know what I'm saying, had to take her to the hospital. That instantly rang a bell in my head that said mama was paid off because at that point, mama got enough evidence to win her case. All right. Mm-hmm. I think she was paid off. Um, I don't want y'all to think anything strange of me. But I am very fascinated by sexual deviancy. Um, and I am just, you know, just from a, from a psychological perspective, and I'm just like curious to know what are you getting out of, you know, tearing somebody up like that anally. I mean, she had to be squirming and screaming and making noise that expressed displeasure. And you continued for whatever reason, there's just something about that that fascinates me. Not not from a place of wanting to do it, but wanting to understand the mind like of why? somebody who does something like that. Mm-hmm. Right. But they say it's not, you know, people say, oh, when someone's good looking, like when the the, the alleged uh, aggressor is good looking, well, they don't need a rape, but they went for sex. It's really not about the sexual urge. It's about the power of overcoming someone and, and, and winning and beating someone. And that's the ultimate uh, destruction of someone else I think you know such a sad story I, I, again like with R. Kelly to see someone with so much charisma and 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 talent and opportunity be involved in this it's like why I'm fascinated in that part as well why 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 so let me ask you this at this point because at, at the end of that R. Kelly documentary the whole world was saying why didn't we as a collective do something about this sooner because we knew you know with with trey and i'm not accusing him of anything allegedly it's looking like he's going down that r kelly lane who is the we that's supposed to do something about this at this point is it the label is the label supposed to drop him are we supposed to stop listening to his music i mean how do we as the community do something at this point it's not on us it's on him and his people that are in his in his circle i think we we don't have access to him like that but the people in the circle that see this is like with r kelly we saw there was a lot of enablers around him that let it go down someone heard screaming someone saw blood on some sheets someone heard something 
someone heard rumors, some girl cried at someone and people looked the other way because they're on the payroll. That's who needs to be worried about it. Not the fans. Right. Like, I'm tired of us being held like, like what we got to do with it. I don't know if I believe that. I think that um, Q, you're right. I think maybe we do have some type of social consciousness awareness that we need to start exercising for the people that make individuals like him extremely successful and to continue to be successful. These kids make north of five and $10 million a year based off of our love for them. So if we don't show them love and it hits their pockets, I think they will really reevaluate their their behaviors. And I think that might be something that that hopefully in this coastal cult, cancer culture can percolate and we can start to take a larger stance against these sexual deviants who are taking young girls' bodies against their will. It's simply not right. I hear you, but a lot of times we hear about this once this person's already a superstar. We don't really hear about the unknown. Well, we've been hearing about this for 10 years from this young man. And so we're, we're, we have to, at this point, say, okay, what's really going on? And for me, I, I think I may have to actively try not to listen or support him financially. That's just, that's just going to be how I'll handle it. Because I just cannot believe that these many women are making up these many stories about this young artist. Again, whoever your phone homeboys are, your friends, people in your proximity that see you every day, that know way before the fans. You know, I just want to point out one thing. Chris Brown put a quote up the other day, and I'm paraphrasing, but it the quote was something to the effect of, y'all notice when there's some BS about me and a girl, I get all the press. But now I got my new album out and everybody is silent. Yeah, I saw that. Saw that. Yep. All right, yo. Let's get into this uh, Trick Daddy. He talked about how far he'd go to avoid a divorce. In a recent interview, Trick Daddy stated, I allow her to date, but now I need to start evaluating these dudes that you mess with because these are my boyfriends and husbands-in-law. He went on to say, we need to get along. You need to take care of my wife. They need to do what they need to do. What do you think about these comments? Q, you down there in Florida. You around Trick, and Trick is quite a character. What do you think about this? Is he just being funny or is he serious? A combination of both. Uh, Joy will never get a divorce because uh, Trick just will never sign the papers. That's just the nature of who he is. Everybody in Miami knows Joy and Trick have both romantically moved on over a decade ago they are by no means together at all romantically i mean i ain't gonna tell joy business because i know her semi personally but i can run down a list of a couple famous other people football players joy is joy has been linked to um trick just not giving her a divorce he's an asshole well okay Allie, have anything to add to that Mm-mm. Sounds like he knows what's going on. On that note, we're going to take a quick commercial break. And I think we got some Tyrese news, speaking of divorces, when we return. And, you know, definitely there's some emotion going on. We'll be right back with more. All right, welcome back to TGIF. Let's get into the Tyrese story now. It looks like Tyrese and his girlfriend, Zelly Timothy, have officially called it quits in a now-deleted Instagram post. Tyrese shared his feelings about their breakup. He wrote, Stop trying to convince me that your daughter is not a snake. I just want to be released from this strong, devilish allure, the sexual seduction of a masterful manipulator. 
Tyrese continued, I'm single now and I want everyone to DM me. Have fun with Zelly Timothy. She's verified now and wasn't ready to get married. I want to get married and settle down and really, really nest and embrace the comforts of this family and married life. I smoke hookah at home every day, so I don't want to be in your clubs or around your women. I want to stay home and be that hardworking family man that I am. Q, let's start with you. What are your thoughts on what Tyrese wrote and what he appears to be going through? What did people do in 1981 when there was no social media and they was going through? Figure it out. Like, did they did like let's 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 take a minute and let that breathe. Did they go to work and tell everybody? Did they run around town? Because I'm I'm just trying to understand is this new era of airing all your laundry on social media? Is it new or is it just energy transferred from another medium? So what did our parents do? Al, you from Horse Pasture, Virginia? What did they, <laughs> did they run around? So the you know pasture, what you know. Telling I, I, everybody, I, right? I think what my dad probably would, you know, go out back and hit the hit the bottle, go to the golf course, play around, um, head to the garden, plant a new a new vegetable or something. Air, <laughs> I don't know. Was there, was there was there an urge to air people out? I, well, I imagine they went to the church. It said, let me tell you what my no good ass husband did last night. I don't remember that. I think a lot in, in those age groups in the 50s, 60s, and 70s, I don't know about the 80s now, Q, a lot of people were very private about their their home life. You you protected your home life. You didn't share everybody all your information about your problems and everything. It was kind of what happened behind that closed door stayed behind the closed door, at least where I how I grew up. They would drink till they passed out and they would right. beat their wives in, in private. I seen it. Oh, I didn't witness that, but okay. So you said instead of Tyrese making a note, he should have whooped the ass. Is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> Maybe he should go hit a punching bag, but all these posts <laughs> are making it seem like he's the problem. Yeah, well, you know what? I think I think Tyrese just needs to get professional help. I'm not trying to be funny, and I don't even know. I'm not saying that he's he's mentally ill for professional help. I'm just saying Tyrese needs somebody to professionally walk him through his feelings and how to manage and deal with those feelings that he's having. Because these rants that he has every what feels like every year, it's weird, it's crazy, it's sketchy. The outbursts are just like, come on, brother, you got to get it together. You make too much money. You're over successful you're 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 attractive you you have everything that any man who's trying to go out here and be a successful black man has but you have this problem with all these women that you date you can't seem to have a healthy relationship so that to me means that you got to look inward instead of expressing your disappointment outward and 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 i i really do believe that he's so much young he still has time to get back on track he needs professional help to kind of help him manage these emotions and figure out what's going on i think he's missing a huge opportunity though with this like he's an emotional guy and he's talented right Mm -hmm. why don't you be like the black taylor swift and every time you get broken up with you're going through a divorce get your ass in the studio and make us another banger pour your emotions into some your music because that's what we're missing like real good songs and hits came from real pain and real stories instead of going to social media instead of going to social media and like ranting and looking like you're being a crybaby and they're calling you cry reese you're ruining your brand because Tyrese, you were super dope at this R&B thing. 
super dope. Yeah, like, but he became a multimillionaire on two of the largest film houses in the country. Oh, actually in the world, he makes a whole lot of money. So if he just like Rihanna, if he don't want to ever do music again, the man don't ever have to do music I, I, again. I, I know that, but I'm saying it would it would be serve him better to pour those emotions. Like it, write a song instead of writing an Instagram post. Like it's kind of the same thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, right, right, Basically, right, right. And, and, and at least you get paid off the song in the way it hit pay me for my pain is my is my motto i got a suggestion how about tyrese date women that look like his mother you know he has a type and maybe the type isn't matching with him because he always has a beautiful light-skinned woman mixed woman by his arm but his mother is a beautiful woman beautiful dark-skinned woman maybe he should kind of date like who his mother is I don't think it's the light-skinned women's problem. I think it's Tyrese. Okay. I said that at the top of the... <laughs> I said that at the top of the commentary, so I was just trying to help. All right. Moving on with this topic and this theme of help and needing help. Doja Cat, <laughs> light-skinned women, received backlash because of her beef with 17-year-old Stranger Things actor Noah Schnapp. Doja Cat sent Noah a DM on Instagram and asked her to set him up with her his co-star, uh, Joseph Quinn. Now, Doja Cat wrote, Noah, uh, can you tell Joseph to hit me up? She went on to write, wait, no, does he have a girlfriend? Noah replied, LMAO, slide into his DMs. Now, Doja Cat then told him uh, the reason she asked Noah in the first place was because she could not find Noah's, uh, Joseph's Instagram or his Twitter. Doja Cat was not pleased when she found out that Noah posted their conversation on a TikTok she called his behavior socially unaware and whack. We don't need to spend that much time on this, but what do y'all think real quick? I mean, you a 37-year-old woman who reached out to a 17-year-old. First of all, you ain't Stranger Things is my franchise, so you ain't finna come for Noah. And secondly, you should have just, I mean, it's, you de- you dealing with a teenager. This is what teenagers do with your grown ass. Like Maybe you should have had your agent reach out to his agency and, and did it a little bit more professionally than go to one of his man get out of here no no grown woman like that need to be in a 17 year old man's instagram sliding no dms if chris brown is who her who is her age or if omarion or mario who's her age slipped into a 17 year old girl's dm we would be calling for them to go straight to hell or but be he, locked she was up. she wasn't trying to do anything inappropriate she was asking to she don't need to be to in a 17 him. she don't need to be in a 17 year old's dm period she's a grown woman she don't need to be in a 17 year old boy he's not even legal you don't need to be in his dm ask him nothing ask 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 the man that you're interested in it was weird but what do you expect a 17 year old kid to do of course he's gonna say look who's in my dms he's immature he's a child all right y'all moving on before we go we have to plug this it's uh about damn time for lizzo's new album we're streaming her album release party courtesy of iHeartRadio for the upcoming project special take a look
Join Fox Soul on our YouTube channel tomorrow at 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern for a sneak peek. I want to thank my co-hosts, Al Reynolds and Funky Dineva for joining me tonight. And also to everybody in the YouTube uh, and the channels and all the streaming platforms, thank you so much for watching us. Uh, y'all have a good time tonight. And, and, and Good to be back. Good to be back after vacation. It's good to be back. Chelsea Hamler didn't get us taken off the air. We not in trouble. The FCC didn't find us. Fox Soul didn't go bankrupt. And all the other stuff I don't heard. <laughs> All right, y'all, stick around. Um, stay tuned for InStyle Atlanta. That's a new thing going on here, so make sure you check it out. And we will see y'all back next Friday. We ain't getting canceled, y'all. We ain't going nowhere. Bye, soulmates. Uh, have a good night, soulmates. Bye, guys. <laughs>